Yes. Senator Marsh, you have Thank you, Madam President. Madam President, um, I, I would like to just say a couple of words today uh, and remind us all um, how fortunate it is uh, for all of us to be living in a democratic country. And, you know, we take democracy, I think, for granted. Uh, but if we look around the world, we see that a lot of people don't enjoy the privileges that we enjoy and, and do, in fact, take for granted. But collectively, the people of Bermuda can voice their desires in relation to who will run their government, who will run their country, and they get a chance to do that every five years. And the people speak. And depending on what the will of the people are, the government is formed and the government moves forward to do what they believe to be in the best interest of the country. And oftentimes, and we've seen it, um, constituencies are won and lost by a handful of votes. But that's how our system works. That's how our democracy works. Once a government is put into power, of course, that doesn't end it because people have the power to voice their concerns um, and to voice dissent wherever appropriate. And that, um, Madam President, constructive dissent, constructive criticism is a good thing for our d democracy. It strengthens it. It highlights um, positions that perhaps may not have been considered. But when that dissension seeks to subvert the democratic process, then what we have is not um, a support of the democratic process, but a, our democracy becomes threatened. So what am I talking about? Well, we've seen it. We all collectively have seen this process. We saw it on the 25th of March when this very chamber was literally stormed by persons who would impose their will in the most contemptuous fashion of this institution. We've seen it in other places. We saw it um, outside of the House of Assembly recently. And we see it as a tool to subvert the democratic process. So I have to ask myself, um, Madam President, what is going on here? And what is exactly the role of the people's campaign? You know, and I've, I've thought about this long and hard, and recently I read a, a, a short excerpt. This was a, a short ex excerpt on Thursday, the 21st of May, in the Daily Paper, where one contributor said the following, and if I may read, it's a very short little excerpt. Sorry. The contributor said, the people's campaign is having a bit of an identity crisis. They oppose everything the government does. The same government that was democratically elected by the people of Bermuda. With this in mind, perhaps it should be the anti-people's campaign. And, you know, I've been thinking about that um, since I read it. And I think about what has happened recently, even in our press. It would appear, Madam President, that what we have is a combination of certain entities to form what I'm going to call the combined opposition. And what are those entities? Well, we have the opposition, 
We have the anti-people's campaign. And then most disturbing, Madam President, we also seem to have media outlets that are prepared under the pretext of a journalistic interview to air an hour and a half of diatribe with, pretending that it is a journalistic interview. So I have to ask myself, who paid for that hour and a half? What were the motives of the people behind that presentation? Where are we going as a country? Where are we going as a community? Madam President, this government is in power because the people of this country had had enough. They had had enough of debt, overspending, lack of financial control. This country found itself in a position where we have $2 billion of debt. We didn't just get here overnight, Madam President. $2 billion of debt requires this country, before we can spend a single dollar on health care, on education, on our elderly, on infrastructure, before we spend a single dollar on any of that, we have to find more than $450,000 every single day to pay the interest on that debt. And it... You know, it's mind-boggling how the opposition can say and suggest that this government isn't doing all it can to create jobs. But, you know, I, I query these questions because I am a concerned Bermudian. So we have a position where we just heard a very eloquent speech by um, opposition uh, senator saying that this government has, hasn't created jobs. But then on the other hand, we hear the opposition to every single initiative being put forward by government that will clearly create jobs. Point, point of order, Madam Senator President. Uh, we just sat through four bills in this chamber that we agreed to and approved that will create jobs, mm -hmm. apparently. So I, I asked the Senator, could you draw that comment that every single job-creating opportunity will be objected to by the opposition? Thank you, Senator Bain. Thank you. Thank you. I withdraw that. But let's, let's speak specifically in relation to the airport. Right? The airport has three major uh, benefits to this country. Number one is it will be built on time. Number two is it will be built on Madam budget. Madam President. Senator Bain. How can the senator estimate that the project will be finished on time? Thank you, Senator Bain. Thank Senator you. Senator Marshall, we draw that it will be finished on time. Uh, well, that's actually, that's actually a guarantee by the CCC. So it will be, and, and it has been publicly Madam stated President, by the finance. Have you signed a contract? Let me finish. It, the, the Minister of Finance is on the record as confirming that this project will be on time and on budget. But more importantly, it will create jobs for Bermudians now, immediately, and into the future. Now, what does that mean? Um, Senator Robain suggests, well, how do we get our people employed? How do we tell the people at the Workmen's uh, um, Club um, you know, how they're going to get jobs? The only way that we are going to create jobs on this island for our people is to have 
inward capital creating those jobs. And inward capital where we don't get saddled with debt is the best kind of inward capital. Senator Rubain described our current position as, and I quote his words, financial calamity. He said, how do we deal with the financial calamity that we're in? We are in a financial calamity. This government is turning it around. We see it, people see it, and we will have good news every day. Now, you know, Senator Rubain talks about the um, setting of the sun. Well, let me say that the sun hasn't yet begun to shine. And the people of Bermuda are going to continuously see good things. That doesn't um, make the opposition happy, but that's where we are. Thank you. Thank you, Senator Marshall. Any other Senator?